You're listening to the Winning Teams Podcast, presented by Jet Dental, the premier pop-up dental clinic for workplaces nationwide. Now, here's your host, Jordan Smith. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening to the Winning Teams Podcast. We're excited to be joined today by Jessica O'Leary, and Jessica is the Benefits Administrator for the City of Carrollton, Texas, where she administers the health plan and retirement plans for over 900 employees and their families. As a member of the human resources team, she has assisted her own winning team by contributing to the business strategy, recruitment efforts, and providing customer service to employees and retirees. Jessica, we're excited to have you today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. (laughs) Yeah. As always, we like to ask our guests to tell us a little bit about their winning team and their role on that team. Okay, so I'm happy to share that because I actually love where I work. (laughs) So I've been with the city of Carrollton for over two years now. And um, I can tell you the time is flying fast for all the good reasons. Um, (laughs) So being with my winning team at the city of Carrollton, we have definitely faced a lot of challenges when it comes to uh, the pandemic. Um, Also, within like the first year I was there, we had the unfortunate experience of going through a cyber attack. So (laughs) that left some huge uh, challenges for our organization. But um, my team has been pretty um, innovative and we have been incredibly cooperative and been able to work together to kind of overcome all of that. So um, even just being the benefits administrator, I've been able to contribute not only with, you know, just the benefit strategy, but just kind of providing that support to our employees when it comes to um, I guess just their mental health, being able to provide those benefits and making sure that the benefits that we offer are valuable to our employees. And then of course, being able to help out when it comes to our recruitment efforts and kind of talking to employees and seeing what they need, what's going to keep you here. Um, what do you like about our benefits program? And um, what do you like about the city of Carrollton as well? So um, just providing or supporting my team in that, that manner. Yeah, th- I, and we're definitely going to dive in and talk a little bit more in depth about some of those efforts you all are making. Um, you, you mentioned some of the challenges uh, that a lot of us has, have faced this last year. I, I, we, we tend to think of you know, airlines and hospitality and groups like that that struggled during the pandemic, but um, I think we forget that a lot of government institutions and cities also had a lot of challenges. Do you want to address some of those, you know, what, what you guys faced because of the pandemic? Um, I mean, with the pandemic, the number one challenge we faced was having to shut down. (laughs) That was the biggest thing, Um, just being able to socially distance and as a government entity, and of course, having to serve the public, what did that mean for us? And how was that going to impact the service that we were able to provide to the residents of the city of Carrollton? And then, of course, our employees, our workforce, what did that mean for them? And how are we going to be able to adjust? Um, So, of course, we have police, fire, we have our public works employees, parks and recreation, those that are out in the field that still need to do construction, fix our roadways, um, those who still need to make sure that we're picking up waste and cleaning up our parks, like that stuff can't stop. (laughs) People are still going to expect their community to be livable. So we can't stop those services or utilities. So um, we are able to adapt and continue to keep everybody working to keep all our um, field employees and our, um, our um, police and fire departments working. And 
safe so you know so as not to spread disease but also when it came to our administrative employees that work within city hall um, we actually were able to develop a telecommute strategy uh, excuse me a telecommute policy which means we were able to dish out laptops <laughs> um, that we still had from when we had to work from laptops um, during our unfortunate um cyber attack that happened the year before. So we already prepared with that. And so everyone was able to work from home and we were still able to be just as productive and effective working from home and actually provided a better work-life balance as well. And even with that, we still have that telecommute policy in place that became a permanent uh, benefit for our employees now that if you're administrative and you can work from home, you get a laptop in two days out of the week, you can actually choose to work from home. So we're able to adapt and the good of that was that we actually had um, a new kind of, I guess, benefit or feature <laughs> offering to our employees. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah, that's wonderful. Obviously, a lot of folks coming out of the challenging pandemic, and it sounds like you all had a cyber attack, so that, that was added to that. But how were you able to increase trust with your team members as you came out of that very challenging time? I know that's something that a lot of organizations uh, faced and had, had challenges with. I think the main way we established trust was acting quickly and making sure the decisions that we made actually positively impacted our employees. Like mm. we wanted to make sure that number one, they knew that they are going to continue to be paid. We made sure to let them understand like, Hey, we are not letting anybody go. Um, we are keeping our workforce. Everyone's going to stay here. Um, we have a great finance team who has made some wonderful um, decisions when it comes to how we manage our budget. And because of that, we were still able to keep our workforce. We did not even have to consider letting anyone go. On top of that, um, we did not give raises that year <laughs> for 2020. Sure. However, we were still able to do what we call our CDOT um, and provide just like an extra payment uh, for our employees, just like as an incentive for continuing to work. Since we can do that, we were still able to provide them something so that they knew that we still cared about their financial well-being because we understood that, hey, we're keeping you employed, but maybe your spouses or other family members who contribute to your household income may have lost their jobs. So we want to sure. make sure that you understand we still want to take care of you. Um, even when it came to mental health, um, through our employee assistance program, there are a ton of programs we're able to share with our employees. And um, we also have a clinic that offer or that has a behavioral health um, counselor on site. So if they're feeling stressed out, or if they're just scared, because it was an incredibly scary time, like we didn't know how bad it was going to get or if it was something that would just quickly pass because it was right. a new disease. We had no idea how it was going to take effect long term for a whole, you know, our whole nation. So um, just kind of being able to ease those woes and saying, hey, this is what we have that if you need to talk to somebody, you know, besides your peers or your family, we have these resources for you and being able to provide that as well during the pandemic. Um, I think that definitely established a lot of, a lot of trust. Like our employees knew that we prioritize them and we still wanted to take care of them and they could still come to HR. We were really big on communicating what was going to happen, even down to a flow chart as to 
if you get infected, if you are exposed, mm. this is what you need to do. Um, here's information about family medical leave, um, the leave that you can take. We're going to provide administrative leave for up to two weeks if you are infected or if you just need to quarantine. We had a lot of information. We even have a SharePoint page, which is just an internal website yeah. uh, accessible to our employees that provides a ton of information on COVID-19 updates. Um, we kept them educated. Our city manager, and Ryan Hart, she would regularly um, put out emails or just communications through our employee um, newsletter that we have just saying, Hey, this is the state of our workforce and even the community. And this is our plan. And just making sure you guys are okay. (laughs) You know, we're still here for you and just communicating in that way. Um, I believe that definitely established a lot of trust. We didn't lose a lot of our workforce either, you know, by choice. So it was great. We still had everyone there. And I think it actually brought everyone closer together just to know that even when something's tough or unpredictable, we still have a plan in place. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. I love that. I I love some of the specifics you gave, you know, you acted quickly. Um, I think there were so many organizations who failed to do that during the pandemic. And I think part of the challenge that a lot of studies have shown is people hate that uncertainty. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, being able to give them that, that certainty um, and making quick decisions. And then I love that you you're communicating frequently about it. You've got clear guidelines as to what to do if something were to happen. I, I think that's uh, wonderful advice for for any leader in any organization. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you, oh, sorry. Real yeah, quick. No, go ahead. Because <laughs> I do want to point out too that um, we do have an eman- emergency management um, specialist. I hope I'm saying his specific title right, but Elliot. And he were, he's a part of our fire department and he was on mm. top of it, on top of you know us having an actual written down strategy on how we we're going to handle um, everything that was going on with the pandemic when it came to our staff or even administrative leave. But once um, the vaccine was out, like he was able to get a hold of that incredibly fast so that we were able to administer that to our fire department and our police department. Um, And then also um, we were able to do a clinic for our employees um, for um, the COVID-19 vaccine. So we will be having our third one, I believe, um, or I'm sorry, we were able to do testing really fast because of him. He got that set up and then, um, the vaccines again, he did get that set up for public or, um, for our fire department and our police department. And we'll actually be having a vaccine clinic, um, our second one that'll occur next week. And that's all thanks to him. So he awesome. works with, yeah, the state of Texas, um, health and human services department and gets all of that coordinated. So we have wonderful staff in the city of Carrollton. Yeah, that's great. Well, uh, Elliot, if you're listening, way to go. Nice yeah. job. Keep up the good work. <laughs> you started to hit on, I think, some of the benefits you all offer at the city of Carrollton. You mentioned EAP and mental health. Um, obviously, as a benefits administrator for a very large suburb um, in, yeah. in Dallas, tell us a little bit more about what you all are doing to be competitive uh, in, in a very competitive marketplace right now. So um, when it comes to um, benefits, ways that we are trying to attract more um, employees, um, I would say one way is shout out to Jet Dental. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So our dental plan, 
is pretty underutilized. I hate to say that, but it is. So in an effort to kind of encourage more of our employees to use their dental benefits, our plan um, covers two uh, cleanings per year. And to get our employees to just take care of their cleanings. We worked with dental. We got a recommendation from a, a a benefits consultant to use you guys to bring those dental services to our employees versus trusting that they're going to go out. We're going to bring dental services to you. So <laughs> we're able actually to do our first uh, clinic with you guys inside our medical clinic, which is perfect. So it gave employees that office feel um, they were to come in and do their cleanings. And we got so many compliments about you guys. We're like, perfect. They're coming out again. So now, <laughs> you know, you're our trusted provider when it comes to dental services and our employees, like every time we use you guys, they're gushing over you. So it's been wonderful. And now we're able, it's gotten so big and we're able to fill up all the appointments that we had to move it to a bigger location. And now it's in our court, uh, municipal court community room so that we can have enough providers there <laughs> or um, staff there to, to meet the needs of our staff. So that's one way. <laughs> yeah. Thank able, you for the endorsement. Um, we appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Um, <laughs> But on top of that, again, we do have our employee wellness clinic, um, and that's a big deal. That's something else that we are incredibly proud of. Um, so our health plan actually covers the services that our employees receive, and those are just their annual physicals, any acute care, allergy care, um, if they have any kind of minor illness, like you just feel bad your body aches, you know, yeah. uh, issues like that. They're able to come in and see a physician and it's paid for 100% by the city. And um, all they have to worry about is their prescriptions. And with our plan, generic prescriptions are covered 100%. And that's what our providers will prescribe to you first. So then they can actually call it into your pharmacy of choice. Um, but able to have that on site uh, for our employees has been wonderful. It saves us a lot of money. And then the doctors are great. So <laughs> every month we get a report on um, their surveys and how they score. And pretty much every month it's either 90% or up to hundred percent ratings. So they love the staff that are with awesome. Carrie to see that's who we use. Um, so that would be another one um, that we provide in addition to the employee, um, the EAP, the, oh goodness. <laughs> Employee, employee assistance program that we provide. Um, and also on site in that clinic, we do have a mental health counselor, as mm. I stated earlier. So if our employees have any mental health issues or concerns, they can schedule an appointment to meet with uh, Rhonda, who is our counselor. And um, if there's anything beyond what she can provide, she is able to refer our employees to um, psychiatrists or psychologists for additional care. So it's been awesome. Gotcha. Well, that, that's awesome. Well, you guys are offering all that, those amazing benefits for your team members. Um, tell me, are, how are you making decisions on what to offer at, at the city of Carrollton? Do you use data to help drive those kinds of decisions? We do. We have a benefits um, consultant who assists us with making those decisions. So, um, I mean, we have a team from not only HR, but our finance department as well. City, city managers, um, they assist as well. And we kind of go off of what needs or where do we feel we're lacking when it comes to the care that we're providing to our employees. And of course, we kind of do surveys and kind of see what else is being offered from other cities. That's usually the data we consider is what are other cities doing? Because that yeah. is kind of our main competition, but not really. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but kind of what is everyone else doing? And then we still try to make sure we're 
a leader, you know, because of course that makes us stand out. So that's how, what we consider the most. And then of course we do consider um, the cost because that's going to be a part of the compensation package. So when, you know, regardless of what we're paying our employees, we want to make sure that the benefits and services we provide them um, makes it worth it to be here, you know, beyond yeah. the dollar. Cause then that makes people stay if they know, well, when it comes to my healthcare and that's so important right now, and am I going to be taken care of if I go somewhere else? Will they offer all these benefits? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> right. Um, so we make sure that, you know, we're able to provide that. Those are the things that we kind of consider when we do our benefits. Love that. Well, we talked a lot about how you keep employees, but maybe let's start at the beginning of how you, how you recruit them in the first place. Certainly mm-hmm. uh, recruiting is a challenge for, uh, it feels like just about every industry yeah. uh, right now, but uh, you know, cities are, are no different Re- recruiting uh, policemen, firemen, public, public works, right? I'm, I'm sure that's been, been a challenge for you all. Uh, how are you approaching recruiting and have you found anything that's, that's uh, made, made things improve for your, your city? Um. One way that we've improved um, recruiting, um, we have kind of invested more into LinkedIn. I'm sure everybody knows about LinkedIn, uh, <laughs> professional networking website, and also now you can look for jobs. And so they have a great f- feature where you can post your jobs and then and or applicants can actually apply right through their website without having to visit your website unless you choose to, um, to apply for a position. So we noticed that a lot of employees or excuse me, applicants, they'll start an application, but then they may stop. And we notice that it's because, you know, we request that they provide their resume. And then next, you know, we're asking for their information again. Not only do we want your personal information again, but can you please include all your job experience all over again? (laughs) So, you know, we're in the digital age now and people want it fast. They want to be able to do something easy and quick and it doesn't inconvenience them. I mean, people are swiping left and right to find spouses. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good example so when it comes yeah to, yeah <laughs> applying for a job i think people want that same ease so um with linkedin it's just upload your resume and then it comes directly to recruiter either in the department that you're applying for for example our public works department they're um, using that a lot now and they're almost fully staffed because of it um and applicants love it i just submit my resume and somebody's gonna see it and they're gonna call me if they like me <laughs> You know, if they don't, yeah. I'll still hear back. It's easy. And that has been wonderful for our organization. So great investment to use um, LinkedIn. Shout out to them. But yeah. <laughs> that has been pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's a, a wonderful example. Make it make the process easy. Don't make it mm-hmm. difficult. Um, you oh, know, yeah. especially right now where there's a lot of competition. <laughs> um, I, I think that's great advice. Um, talk to me a little bit. I know... It, from your past, you you worked for private organizations. You worked for the startup that actually uh, a startup that got purchased by uh, PayPal. Um, so, tell me a little bit about the difference between working for you know government institution, a city versus a private. Um, I, I would assume there's there's a little bit more red tape with a with a city. How do you stay innovative and how do you stay competitive, uh, given maybe a little bit more restrictions on, for instance, spending. Um, yeah, there definitely are restrictions, <laughs> but I think that, again, that does make us uh, become a lot more innovative because, you know, we can't just go and ask for money easily. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, so I think ways that we have become 
innovative is definitely kind of focusing more on our budget and being more creative into balancing out salary versus what can we offer when it comes to um, benefits. So I'll say, for example, um, on top of, you know, us having a great medical plan, um, we actually provide uh, an HRA and a health reimbursement account. Um, where we, the city, actually contribute money into that account for employees to use towards healthcare expenses. So if you're an individual and you get medical insurance, we'll give you $628 a year. Mm-hmm. Contribute to that. You do not have to contribute free money. And then if you have family on your plan, then we'll give you $1,264 a year. Again, free money to use towards any out-of-pocket yeah. healthcare expenses. Not of employers do that. They may match an HSA, <laughs> but we actually, this is it. You don't have to. And then we still um, provide a flexible spending account as well for both healthcare and dependent care. So just trying to consider what we can do within what we have um, and maximize those benefits. So again, like we have our clinic and then we cover the costs of those um of the care or services that are um, provided within that. But again, that helps us control costs because we know what we're providing. We know what we can provide. And then beyond that, then those providers are going to refer employees out um, to credible uh to credible physicians as well. And then they have to make sure that whoever they refer out to are within our health or excuse me, our in-network for our health provider, which is Cigna, for example, for medical or even dental care. Like again, we use jet dental, but then please make sure that anybody you provide except Cigna and kind of assist them for whatever additional care that they may need. So we have had to become innovative in that manner. Again, we do do surveys. We survey out to see what other benefits um, other cities are providing. Our benefits consultant is great in providing. They know our strategy. It is to, we don't want to be cheap. I don't want anybody to think that at all, but we are very much um, considerate of the quality of what we, of what we provide and how can we work within what we have. Yeah. So that's the best way that we um, try to strategize in that manner um, and be innovative. And our benefits consultant is on board and providing that. So um, they provide a lot of good, good ideas as well, which helps us out a lot. And we balance out how much are we going to charge in these premiums? Again, what can we provide? But we do consider first how it's going to benefit or impact our employees down to the least paid employee before we make any decisions on what we're going to increase or what we expect our employees to contribute towards their health care. I love that. I think that helps increase the the spirit of camaraderie too on your team when mm-hmm. um, every single member of the, the team is, is considered. I love that. Um, well, we're about out of time. Um, I want to give you the final word, Jessica. What's your top strategy for building a winning team? Um, I would say my top strategy is definitely um, making sure everybody feels included and providing great feedback. Encourage your team members to provide great feedback. And um, I say that because you never know what's missing (laughs) or if there's a better way to do something unless you ask your team like, hey, how can we make this better? What needs to be worked? What are you guys unhappy with? Like, how can we make this better? And usually even down to the most quiet employee at that point may provide something like, hey, well, I was thinking that, why don't we do this? And I'll use an example again for benefits. Um, We do our best, you know, provide as much as we can to our employees. But one day someone from animal services asked if we provided 
um, parking discounts. If we had a corporate discount code for, <laughs> for employees for when they, you know, go on trips and need to park at the airport. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. Like we try yeah. to have different discounts um, for employees. But, you know, kind of got sidetracked with that, especially during the pandemic now, because nobody was really traveling. But now that people were started traveling again this year, I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. And went ahead and did a corporate discount with the parking spot. Another one, um, our new HRS administrator, uh, when she came on board, she knows that we offer different discounts. She's like, hey, have you heard of Parks at Work? No, I've never heard of that. What is that? It's another way that you guys can get discounts. So look, they have all these different stores and they're a part of it. And look, you get discounts here. I was like, oh my gosh, so signed up for that. So now our employees are a part of that. So if you don't ask for that feedback or at least um, let people know like, hey, I want to know. You're new. You worked at these different places. What did they do? Provide me that feedback and just making sure that they feel welcome and that it's a safe place for them to share their ideas. I think that definitely creates a winning team. So just making sure that it's a safe space for employees to share their ideas and that let them know by taking their ideas into consideration that their ideas are valued. Yeah. Um, and considering those different perspectives based on experiences, uh, professionally or even personally, they'll help you realize like, oh, those are that's a good way to look at something or we should definitely consider that and implement that. That's wonderful. Yeah, um, that definitely, like I said, provides a winning team or creates a winning team. Yeah, I love that. I, I think certainly supporting uh, feedback and, and responding to the feedback. And then, you know, it sounds like obviously occasionally implementing the feedback is a great way to build trust and help people feel included on the team and, and like you all are actually teammates. And so oh, yeah. uh, Jessica, we really appreciate you joining us today and telling us a little bit more about your winning team at the city of Carrollton. How can folks reach out to you online if they wanted to, to get more advice from you? Um, you can definitely email me at jessica.oleary at cityofcarrollton.com. Jessica, traditional spelling, dot O'Leary, O-L-E-A-R-Y at cityofcarrollton.com. And that's with two R's and two L's. Excellent. Well, Jessica, we really appreciate you coming uh, and, and being a part of our podcast today and, and sharing some light on how to improve the, the workplace. And uh, we're so grateful that you shared your example of how you're building a winning team and best of luck to you. Thank you. I appreciate joining. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you.